Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24-7 and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello darlings and welcome to season 2 episode 11 of the Too Blessed to be Stressed podcast. I'm super excited about today's episode because I have a beautiful guest on the show and I feel like I just absolutely love these interview episodes because they provide so much value that you can implement into your daily lives. So today I want to share the beautiful Melissa Finlay with you. Mel is a qualified holistic nutritionist who specializes in women's health. She's also a qualified personal trainer and a Pilates instructor. Mel works with women to show them how food, nutrition, as well as lifestyle intervention and self-care can unlock a new level of energy and vitality and assist with healing specific issues like postnatal depletion or diagnose women's health conditions like endometriosis. In January 2020, she launched the Amazing Mums Academy, an online membership for mums which has allowed her to bring her knowledge and expertise to mums in a really accessible way. Mel is a mum of two kids and lives with them and her husband Aiden in the inner west of Melbourne. Her passion for nutrition was sparked when after making poor choices in her 20s, she started to make some changes to her own diet and lifestyle and was surprised to find that not only did she get to a more healthier weight, but her whole well-being improved, including reversing the painful period problems she put up with for years. After giving birth to her first child and experiencing firsthand the challenges mums face to find the time and energy to look after their health, Mel understood that her purpose was to educate and empower as many mums as she could to use the power of food to energize and to show them how self-care is such a crucial part of the picture of the physical and mental health. In this episode, Mel and I talk about how stress influences our gut health, how we can increase our energy levels with nutrition, the foods that support our hormones and menstrual cycle, postpartum weight loss, and how to eat healthy even when we are pressed for time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a beautiful week. And remember, life is for living, not stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Hello, Mel, and welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. I'm so excited to have you on the show. And I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Amazing. So one of the first questions that I always love to start the podcast with is, what is the one thing that you do often to help you manage your stress levels? 
That is a very good question. Uh, so I love to do a bit of meditation at the end of my day to sort of decompress from the day um, to really help kind of clear my mind and just sort of get me to that calm place before I go off to sleep um, because with two kids and business and everything else that, you know, life throws at you, um, I think it's just a really good way to kind of get into that different headspace and stop those kind of circling thoughts and, and all that kind of thing. So that's that's something I do, I, I would say, nearly every night before I go to bed. Um, but something else that I do when I'm actually in that kind of stressful area, so if something in the day has really stressed me out, maybe my kids are playing up or just super busy or something, I, I like to do box breathing. I don't know if you've heard of box breathing, um, but you basically visualize the four sides of a square and you use that visualization to take breaths in and out through your nose. So what that does is helps you get back into your rest and digest area of your nervous system. So when you're stressed out, you're in that really um, that fight and flight area and that cortisol is pumping and everything. And the, the breath, the breath work helps alert your nervous system that it's okay to to move back into the rest and digest area so that you can kind of feel a bit more calm and get on with your day amazing i actually have heard of that technique but i have to be honest i haven't used it myself um but it sounds amazing i might actually look into it um after the episode and so going back to your meditation do you use a particular app or um, do you do a guided meditation? What type of meditations do you usually do? I love the, the app Insight Timer. Me too. So, <laughs> yes, it's so good, isn't it? And I've got a few favourite teachers on there um, that I use and I'll just pick one that kind of aligns with how I'm feeling. So if it's a little bit anxious or um, even if it's just one that's specific to sort of that decompression that I was talking about, sort of like letting go of thoughts and, um, relaxing your body and all that kind of thing to get you into that that good sleep um, and I find that so helpful as someone that has a history of um, sleep issues you know a bit of insomnia or interrupted sleep or sleep quality is not quite there it's actually so helpful especially that daily sort of practice to build some resilience around sleep amazing and i actually love insight timer for the same reasons because there's yeah. so many different teachers on there and there's so many different meditations that you can use um so i'm definitely also a fan so i would love for you to share with the audience about who you are what you do and why you started your business yes okay so my name is mel as you know um, and i'm a holistic nutritionist so what that means is that i get to the root cause of what's going on for you in order to help you fix that issue rather than sort of approaching it from a treat the symptoms approach. Um, so that way we can get to the, the real root cause of what's going on for you so we can fix that and therefore shut down the symptoms that you've been having. Um, so that's what it means by holistic. Um, and then I work in the field of women's health. So I help women um, overcome things like hormone imbalance and um, 
things like endometriosis and polycystic ovarian syndrome. So all of that women's health realm of work is, is what I love to do. And I also really love helping mums um, in particular because I think that mums have the hardest job in the world, being one myself, and you're about to be. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we can definitely get off track sometimes looking after ourselves. And so I really love helping women understand how to get back to that place where they're actually looking after themselves, you know, mind, body and spirit and um, helping them, you know, eliminate any kind of issues around their health. It's just my jam. So, yeah. Amazing. And I agree with you. I think well, I've seen a lot of girlfriends go through having kids yeah. and you know, suddenly you have this little person to look after and all your focus goes there when really it's just as important to look after the mum as it is after the bub after they're born um, because Absolutely. the mum provides all the care, well, not all the care, but provides so much of the care and love. Yeah. So I think that's really important and I absolutely love what you do. Yeah, and I, I think... With mums, one of the most common pictures I see is this picture of burnout where um, they're just at a place where they are completely depleted. So of, of, you know, of nutrients, but also of energy and, you know, their, their stress has been so high for so long that their adrenal functions just not happening anymore. And so helping them kind of understand that picture and how they got there and how they can find their way out of that is something I'm really passionate about as well. Amazing. So we might start off with talking about gut health and stress. So we know that gut health and function is very closely related to our stress levels. And a lot of gut issues arise as a result of us being chronically stressed. Mm. So from a nutrition perspective, how can we better manage both our gut health and our stress levels? Yes. Okay. So it's a bit of a two-pronged answer because if you have stress that you're not controlling, that you don't have under control, that is going to have a direct effect on your gut health and then vice versa. If your gut health is not um, where it needs to be, that is going to have a direct effect on how resilient you are to stress and also to things like anxiety and depression. They're very much intrinsically linked because of that gut-brain connection um, so there's something called the enteric nervous system and the vagus nerve, which connects those two things together. And so the way that I treat the gut is treating it with nutrients. So um, using things like um, collagen and broths and um, those lovely nutrients that help heal the gut, um, but also uh, you have to address the stress because if you don't, it's almost pointless doing anything else to the gut because you're never going to get the result that you're looking for um so yeah so nutrient wise looking at the gut from a healing perspective but also understanding if that person has any kind of food intolerances going on that could be underlying and therefore causing issue and helping them sort of get to the root cause of what's going on there um, and possibly doing a bit of an elimination diet or something like that to help the gut heal and then bring those foods back into their diet so they can go on with their life, um, you know, not restricted 
in that way because that can be pretty um pretty hard so yeah yeah and I love that and I love actually what you said about stress and really getting on top of your stress because I think as women we just put up with stress and then it starts manifesting into all these other conditions within our body within our mind and it's not till we deal with that stress that all those things almost resolve themselves slowly absolutely that's exactly right and you know if you leave stress unattended to yes it affects the gut and then the picture after that is that your altered gut health can affect other parts of your body so your immune system or your hormones or um yeah your mental clarity that kind of thing so it's all very much linked in that way This episode is brought to you by The Stressless Journal. After spending most of my 20s chronically stressed, I came down with a mystery chronic illness at the end of 2015, which I'm sure was caused by my inability to manage stress and anxiety. While on my journey to better health, I discovered journaling, and it helped me so, so much in dealing with my stress and anxiety and in processing my feelings and emotions. And this is why I created the Stressless Journal. The Stressless Journal was created to encourage modern professional perfectionist women to take back control of their stress and to help them create more balance in their life. The journal provides women with tools to help them view stress in a different light and to better manage the impact that it has in their lives. It encourages women to take back control and help them live their lives in the present moment. If stress is something you struggle with on a daily basis, then this journal is for you. You can purchase your copy of the Stressless Journal by heading to the Knowing Her Wellness website shop, www.knowingherwellness, all one word, .com.au forward slash shop forward slash. Now let's get back into today's episode. There are many women out there that really struggle with their energy levels. How can women better fight fatigue with the right nutrition? What do you usually recommend? So I recommend looking at each meal of your day and seeing where maybe there are some um, areas to work on in terms of nutrients. So the macronutrients, so protein and good fats and carbohydrates, having them in a good balance is like the step, the first step in getting um, consistent energy happening in your body. So often what I see is that one of those areas is a little bit, um, you know, off the mark with, with some women's diets and usually it's the fat. I find so many women, you know, we're kind of taught in our Western diet to eliminate fat and so we do but then we actually don't have enough to really have um, high-functioning brains and nice um, balanced hormones and all of that stuff so putting the fat back into your diet is really important but of course it has to be the right kinds of fats that are actually you know nutritious and doing um, good things for our body rather than harmful things for our body so I would say starting with that balance um, finding that balance and seeing where the deficiencies lie within your diet 
Yeah, and I think sometimes it's not till someone points out to you what you're not having enough of that you don't realise the imbalance in your diet. So I think, you know, that's really important to seek that help if someone feels like their diet might not be very ideal um, and seeing someone who actually knows about nutrition and knows about the different dietary requirements and what everyone needs. Yeah, yeah. And often what I see is that the person doesn't have, you know, like a bad diet. I'm using inverted commas. Um, You know, they're not going off to McDonald's every day or or something like that, but they just um, are unaware of where there are gaps in terms of their nutrient content. So they they feel like they have a good good diet, but it's not necessarily balanced in the right ways um, to create that nutrient density that we're looking for. Yeah. And so then moving on to our hormone health, what are some of the foods that women should consume to support not only their hormones, but their menstrual cycle? Mm. Well, again, the fat, that, um, that topic is a big one in terms of hormone health. So if you're not including a lot of um, healthy fats, like omega-3s, so they come from plant sources of fat. So things like Um, nuts and seeds, avocado, different kinds of oils like olive oils or flaxseed oils, they're all really important to make sure that um, we are creating the right balance of hormones in our body. Um, So that's probably the number one thing. And the other thing is that that is really important is that we are looking after our liver when it comes to hormone balance because our liver has the very important job of clearing off excess hormones that we produce from it in our brain. So things like estrogen, which is one of the main female hormones that we sort of see, um, if our liver health is not where it should be and it's not doing a good job of clearing out that excess hormones through detoxifying our blood, then it creates this imbalance between the estrogen and progesterone, which is the other main um, female hormone that we often hear about. And that can cause a lot of issues like um, PMS sort of symptoms. So, you know, painful periods or heavy periods or bloating, cramping, that kind of thing. Um, So yeah, those two areas. So seeing where fat is, um, you know, coming into your diet is really important. And also that, that picture around, healthy liver amazing and our liver is really our everything because it really helps detoxify our body and get rid of all all the nasty stuff so i think it's so important exactly we need to eat better for our liver health and to support all the function that our liver does that's exactly right and then you know that plays into our gut health as well so um often there's you know if the the, the liver is not doing its job, neither is the gut. And so coming at it from the two-pronged kind of approach is really important when it comes to hormone health. Amazing. And so then I know you work with a lot of mums and you said that when mm. we started chatting today and I think a lot of mums rush to lose their baby weight after they've had their baby What are some of the tips around postpartum weight loss and how to sustain it without putting too much pressure on yourself after you have your baby? Well, I think that's a really 
big question because the first thing I want to say is that we have a lot of pressure from our society to to lose this baby weight and it's not always realistic that we're going to look the way that we did before we got pregnant and had our baby and in fact most of the time it's not attainable at all so we're kind of chasing this unattainable goal um, which really just kind of sets us up for for failure and feeling you know less than or or like a failure which I, I find really upsetting um, and I hate that women feel that pressure you know mm-hmm. um, so but my advice around that is to be super gentle with yourself and try not to set those unrealistic expectations but also focus really on the nutrition aspect of your food not the um not coming from it not coming at it from an aspect of i'm you know trying to lose weight by eating healthier or eating more portion control when we're when we're new mums and regardless of whether we're breastfeeding or not, our body has just been through this amazing yet traumatic thing, which is birth. Um, it's traumatic on our bodies in that we, you know, there's blood loss and there's that extra stress on the, on the brain and the body. And so we, we just need really good nutritious food to help us recover. And so if we're restricting in any way, it can, it can really, um, Put a lot of pressure on each system of our body one being our you know um, reproductive system and the hormone that hormone picture that we just spoke about but also things like our adrenals which i mentioned and we can find ourselves in this hole of depletion if we're not careful so yeah so so just keeping that in mind around that whole weight loss picture and and focusing more on on the nutrition aspect rather than the weight loss aspect i think um, and not, yeah, not being too hard on yourself. I agree with that. I think there's like so much pressure. We see celebrities, you know, bouncing back and it's just, yeah. it's not realistic. Well, it's not realistic for the everyday woman who needs to cook her own meals and um, do all of the things. So I absolutely agree with that. Um, and I think we just need to have less of that pressure put onto us. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, there's always going to be um, someone out there that, you know, weight loss is the goal and that's totally fine. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, you shouldn't want to lose weight if that's what you feel is, you know, the right thing for your body, but definitely, um, you know, restriction can lead to other issues. So you always have to keep that in mind when you are, on that weight loss journey and just and like I said coming at it from that that point of view of nourishing your body so that you've got the most energy from it and mental clarity and that kind of thing rather than from the um the weight loss perspective because it will come naturally if you are nourishing your body in the right way totally and I absolutely agree and so I would with a lot of professional women, what are some of the tips that you have around being organised with healthy food options when time is really limited? What are some of your tricks and hacks? Well, the first thing is to definitely plan ahead. So I like to teach my clients about 
weekly meal planning um, and how to do that in a really efficient way. And then also using the time that you have on your weekend, so whatever your weekend looks like, um, to do a little bit of advanced prep. So it might be that you um, chop up some of the veggies for your meals for the week or maybe there's one meal that you could be cooking from scratch on the weekend and having that ready to go in the fridge for the day, you know, one of those days of the week where it's just really too too busy and hectic to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Um, and that forward planning helps you as well to kind of plan the meals around what you've got going on. So if you're um, someone who, you know, one night of the week they don't get home until 6.30, for example, you can plan that meal to be that super quick, easy meal that you throw together or that's the one that you've made ahead of time or you've done that prep work around or maybe if you've got kids, you know, one of the days or a couple of the days of the week you're running around, you know, shipping them off to activities or whatever it is, you need to forward plan the meals around what's going on in your life. Otherwise, it's just not going to happen. Um, you, you're not going to get it done. So definitely forward planning is key when it comes to um, having healthy food on hand because if it's not if it's not pre-planned it's not in the cupboard or the fridge or it's not sort of um yeah planned out in that way it's less likely to to happen on the spur of the moment amazing and i always say to my clients organization is key it just absolutely so much of the stress that you don't need in your life because Yes. Um, we already have so much stress around us as it is. Um, thank you for sharing all your knowledge, Mel. And so if the audience wants to connect with you, where can they find you? Yes, yeah, so I'm over on Instagram. Um, my handle is at Finlay underscore nutritionist. Um, so that's where I, yeah, connect mostly with my audience, but also through my website, So which is www melissafinlaynutritionist.com, no are you on the end. Um, yeah, so all of the information about me and what I do and my services are, are there on the website. So, yeah, I work with clients one-on-one um, and I also have an online course called the Amazing Mums Academy, which is all about everything we've kind of just spoken about, so how to use food and nutrients to um, have more sustained energy and mental clarity and hormone balance to to get rid of those kind of annoying pms symptoms that we might be experiencing so yeah amazing thank you so much mel it was a pleasure um interviewing you today and please have a beautiful week you too thanks so much for having me take care Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to Be Stressed.